Hello and welcome to Dealcast. I'm Juliana Needham. Today we're talking about Europe's banks. I'm joined by Gustav Sandstrom, who reports on financial institutions. Now, Gustav, there's been lots going on in the world of European bank M&A recently. Can you give us an overview of, of what's happening in the sector? Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, there's been lots going on, as you, as you say. Here in the UK, we've got obviously the, the Virgin Money Clyde State potential deal which is going to be a pretty big one and it's going to be a nice continuation of the challenger bank consolidation that we see. Over in Denmark, you have Nordjyske Bank being taken over by Ringshiving Lundbobank. I-, I won't attempt to say those names. No, 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 no. You know, it's, even for me being Scandinavian, it's, it's a bit of a tongue twister. Anyway, that's a quite sensible one. And this week, of course, we also saw media reports uh, saying that Barclays could be considering a merger with Standard Chartered. And what about the ongoing deals? We'll come back to Barclays and Standard Chartered in a minute. But um, the ongoing deals, do they make sense? Do they face any major hurdles? Um, I, I'd certainly say so. I'd certainly say so. Let's keep in mind now with, with Virgin Money and Clydesdale, it's still not a live deal. So it still, it's still not on the table, could go wrong. But I think there's something going for it at least. You would presumably see quite nice synergies, cross-selling. Um, they're big on different things like credit cards, um, small business lending and so forth. They're quite geographically complementary. Um, so I think it could be a good case. Um, the Danish deal, same thing. It's really a story about cross-selling and, and, and a bit of cost-cutting on the side. So I think it makes sense. Hurdles, yes. Well, I think one, when it comes to the UK deal, Virgin Money, I think, could potentially be a quite uh, interesting target for some other suitors as well. Who would be the potential other bidders? We could see quite a few bidders, I think, potentially um, being interested in Virgin Money. Like I said before, this is a continuation. We saw Aldermore being swooped uh, up by uh, First Round, the South African bank, and Shawbrook, elsewhere in the challenger bank sector, was acquired by private equity last year. So our intel indicates that the same kind of suitors, overseas banks, private equity firms, could all see some logic with Virgin Money. So that's one to look out for. Now, the big one, a deal between Barclays and Standard Chartered would be huge if it happens, but it looks pretty uncertain at the moment. What do you make of it? What's the likelihood of this going ahead? I think it's quite uncertain indeed. Uh, Let's have a think about the background first. As you know, um, Barclays is under some pressure from its activist shareholder, Edward Bramson, who owns something like 5.4% in the bank, has been building up a quite big stake. We don't know yet exactly what the activist is pushing for, but this could maybe be in, in, in response to activism pressure. Now, would Barclays and Standard Chartered make sense together? That's the big question here. I think there could be something going for it if you want to be generous. You could say, for example, Barclays has been pretty much winding down its African presence. We know that Standard Chartered has a nice African business and a huge Asian business. Maybe if Barclays wanted to go back into Africa and ramp up in Asia, could make sense, who knows? On the flip side, I'm not at all sure what kind of synergies they would have. I'm not also sure whether they could integrate these two massive banks easily. And let's also keep in mind, these banks are very big in their own right. If they combine, they would be massive indeed. And I think that could lead to the financial regulators imposing more capital requirements on them. So that could also be another factor to take into account. And some of the reports are suggesting that, that Deutsche Bank, a deal with Deutsche Bank, is also a possibility. That... that that's an even bigger question mark for me, to be honest. I, I, I don't see why that would work. And maybe that also indicates how early stage this might be. That, let, let's see what happens. But I think if Barclays want to be shareholder friendly and activism friendly, maybe a more straightforward move such as a share buyback program could be the right solution. 
and you say that we don't know exactly what the activist Edward Branson wants in this situation. Is that because he's been keeping quiet and presumably liaising directly with Barclays so far? Well, we've seen some reports leaking out at least. Presumably it's to do with Barclays Investment Bank not being as profitable as, as some would wish. So maybe some kind of tweaks to that business outfit could be what's in, in Branson's mind. But I think the deals are still being hammered out. And according to the reports we have seen, I think you're just discussing with Barclays right now and, and, and a firm more detailed proposal is yet to come. And this, this news about Barclays follows on from a recent court victory over its investigation by the Serious Fraud Office in relation to the capital raising that it did and the financial crisis. So there's a fair bit of activity going on in the banking sector. It, what's driving these deals? Is there a common theme that you're seeing? You see, the funny thing is, I don't think there is a common theme specific to the banking sector driving this. If you look at the cases one by one, Barclays and Standard Chartered, if it happened, um, would presumably be driven by shareholder activism, which is a rising trend we have seen over the past one or two years, which is driving lots of M&A activity and special situations across Europe. Virgin Money Clydesdale, for me, is a classic case of economies of scale, continuous trend where we have seen people gathering up to become bigger and stronger, could make sense. And ring shipping Nordjuske, again, it's, I think, very much a cross-selling synergy case with the banks being big in different parts of Denmark and cross-selling through the branches. All of these now are drivers that you would see in any sector. So I think, if anything, this indicates just how much there is going on in M&A in Europe as a whole, including all sectors, all industries, in spite of the macro and political hurdles we've seen over the past few months. Yeah, I think it's been a record start to the year for 2018 in terms of M&A. So do you think we'll see more deals in the banking sector? Oh, look, I don't have a crystal ball, but you know, as, as, as they say, as long as the music is playing, you've got to get up and dance. And so far, the music is playing. Thanks, Gustav, and thank you for listening.